Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. podcast i'm mike and i'm rusty rusty we're all the way to season three episode 14 the wedding the wedding of bobby hill of bobby hill and uh starting off the week we just want to let you guys know that uh we're Hello. welcoming you to a week of content we have five days worth of content after today you will have mm-hmm. interviews on tuesday and thursday wednesday you will have mason's mind melt with rusty and on Friday, you have That Ain't Right. Uh, that Ain't is. Right Friday. So you'll have five full days of Bois KOTH content. And uh, don't get used to it because uh, we're just trying this out and seeing, what, seeing how it goes. And uh, we hope you enjoy at least one week of five days worth of content. Uh, yeah. And also, I want to go ahead and uh, shout out where you can find us on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we have a link tree. You can find us there at L I N K T R dot E E. We have a whole tree. B W A A A K O T H. That's B W A A A K O T H on all social Ka-ka. media, as well as link tree where you can find all of our links in one happy place. And if you uh, are just now finding our podcast, Hello. just know there are tons of episodes that we've already covered. We have 80-plus episodes, I believe, now. Mm. Uh, over 30,000 downloads now. Uh, uh, so we're, we're moving forward, and we appreciate everybody's continued support. And, uh, yeah, so let's get into it, Mike. What do we got? So uh, we have, uh, like I said, Season 3, Episode 14, The Wedding of Bobby Hill. Um, wh- I want to start off uh, once again by saying no bell, no yell. Nothing up front. Uh, we just get our regular intro, uh, and then we have uh, Boomhauer bringing his stuff out to pack up into his car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All four of the guys are out there. Boomhauer's packing up his car, getting ready to leave. Hank says, so, uh, meeting a woman on the Internet. How do you like that? And uh, Bill says, now, I'll take care of everything while you're away. I even made a, a, a tape for all your plant's favorite songs. Uh, Hank says, oh, Bill, Peggy, and I were thinking Bobby could take care of Boomhauer's house while he's gone. And, of course, Bill, being a little dejected here, he's like, oh, I see. Bobby's a good kid, but uh, have you looked at his room lately? I mean, already throwing Bobby under the bus, you know, <laughs> instead. Yeah, already throwing him under the bus instantly. Hank says, uh, so what do you say? It'll be uh, it'll be good for the boys. Teach well, he's, some he's responsibility. forcing him to have yeah. to do something he doesn't yeah. want to do. He wants to give him some responsibility. Sorry, guys, if you hear crackling in the background, I am opening, he's opening up a, a non-dirt-filled. <laughs> There's no dirt in this fruit pie, and if there is, little Debbie, I'm going to have an issue with you. Little Debbie? Little Debbie. Uh, so we hear, um, uh, Boomhauer then pipes up, uh, after they've had this, re- this talk about responsibility for Bobby and says, yeah, man, whatever, you know, like a lot to do, man. Why them bonsai feed the koi? Uh, Hank says, just think, Bill, this will free you up for new challenges. And <laughs> he, he goes <laughs> like, what? He goes, uh, 
Bills. So, could we have the keys? Yeah, could we have the keys? <laughs> Bill, yeah. And then Bill just, like, drops them on the ground and just stares at him. Petty. Yeah, just doing petty stuff. But then He's it's, upset that he doesn't get to hang out in the palatial right. space well, that is Boomhauer's home. Number one, it, their keys are around his neck on a keychain, which is weird. Uh, but number two, yeah. he takes them and just drops them right in front of Hank. But then the tension is too much for him, and so he picks them up and goes here. Uh, then we get, uh, we are at the Arlen Beauty Academy where they are giving out free haircuts slash coffee. Uh, haircuts and coffee, you cannot beat that. No, you really can't. And we are introduced to a new character voiced by none other than. Oh, uh, the uh, incomparable uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, that's actually right. Texas native. There is uh, no way you hear this and don't go, oh, that's Matthew McConaughey. Has a ranch actually outside mm-hmm. of uh, San Angelo. So he's in the chair, and uh, uh, Luann is cutting his hair, and he says, now, you know, I'm not really here for a free haircut. I'm here because I like to check up on what's happening, what's I going like on, what's what, now. What's now. i got to yeah. tell you, baby doll, you are very now. And Luann, of course, is flattered immediately. Immediately. Thank you. Immediately flattered. Why would she not be flattered? It's Brad Tibidayox. Brad, not Brad. You're welcome. The name is Rad Tibidayox. Which would be Thibodeau. Is what really, his <laughs> name is really Thibodeau. But, you know, if you could put a little flourish on it to get a uh, get a good reaction out of a, a beautiful woman, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. He hands his card to Luann and goes, here's my card, you know, so you know I'm for real. She goes, oh, Radical Concepts. That sounds exciting. He goes, well. My name is Rad. Only if you think fast-paced, celebrity-filled life of a concert promoter is exciting. She goes, oh, your name is Rad. How clever. No, that's not clever, Luann. It's not. <laughs> it's not, not clever at all. <laughs> that's no. like saying a fly in your Chardonnay is ironic. That is not clever. No, it's not clever. Uh, she's still cutting his hair, uh, but it's, it's closer to the end of the haircut now. And he goes, you know, I've noticed that uh, we've been talking a lot about Rad, not too much about Miss Sweet Luann. She goes, oh, me too. Like, like she did not notice. She that, didn't notice anything. All she noticed was that Rad Tibidae Ox has whatever aura that she is uh, drawn to. He says, well, tell me something. You got a lover? Lover is one of those words that always creeps me out. Very, but he is one of the only guys on the too. planet that can say that word and me not go, yeah, you yeah, know. He, well, it is. I mean, he could really say just about anything in that voice. You know, he could be like, Tell me "The so. ox are really sweet." You got a lover? Yeah, she goes, "You know, you know, I don't even have a boyfriend. My last one, Buckley, blew up in a propane explosion." <laughs> I don't Ooh, know yeah. why you're telling people that, but yeah, I don't know why either. Yeah, he says, "You know, I can tell you're a very sensitive young woman, and sensitive people they they do have a hard time in our society today." I mean, I should know as a self-proclaimed genius. Self, okay, <laughs> self. You hear that, guys? Self-proclaimed genius, yeah, which it, probably means that he's an idiot. As a self-proclaimed genius myself, Rad Thibodeox, am often misunderstood. She goes, self-proclaimed genius. Like she, she just hears the word genius. Genius. And she thinks he's a genius. Self, but that's the thing. Self-proclaimed, uh-huh. self-propelled genius. Yeah. And then uh, he, he, she, he says yes to the self-proclaimed genius. She goes, oh, you poor thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like she doesn't even so, know what the hell he's talking he's about. He's so put upon. Uh, She's so not a self-proclaimed <laughs> genius that she doesn't even know what he's talking about. So she finishes up the haircut. She spins him around, shows him the mirror, and she goes, oh, what do you think? He goes, damn, that's a fine job, baby. That's such a fine job. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you out. See, you don't know it yet, but you're going to say yes. And she goes, he's right. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Luann, you're an idiot. Um, we love you, though. We love Luann. Yeah, well, she, is, she is a mechanical I do love Luann, Lu- but she is an idiot. I mean, I, she is, she is good luck convincing me otherwise. Uh, we're now at Boomhauer's front door with Bobby and Hank, and they are getting ready to uh, hand the keys off to Bobby so that he can watch this house. Hank says, I'm trusting you with Boomhauer's keys, Bobby. Now, remember, it doesn't just unlock the front door. It unlocks a new phase in your life as a responsible adult. Bobby says, why is Mr. Dotree looking at us like that? He says, uh, he's proud of you too, Bobby. Bill's just standing across the street staring really at him. Like creepy like, uh, ass staring. 
like a clown with a balloon, just like mm-hmm. in an alley, just That's staring a really at you. Good, yeah, yeah, he's just like a that. Whatever happened to that phenomenon? Did you remember that? Yeah, it just when went there away. was like weird, yeah. like clown incidents with I think people once walking. They, I don't know. I think once crazy. they started arresting the clowns, it kind of went away. Yeah, where people hey. started getting beat up for wearing clown suits. You know, while we're on this, <coughs> you know, Matthew McConaughey did um, a, a podcast um, called Hank the Cowdog. He was actually Hank the Cowdog in it. Uh, oh, he did the voice of yeah. Hank the Cowdog? Sponsored by H-E-B, and I mean, it was a big production. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I've never, and the Hank the Cowdog was one of my favorite, yeah. like, book series yeah. as a child. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, it's good for kids, and plus, I mean, if you just, if you liked it when you were a kid, I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, there's your, uh, there's your tag, Mr. Uh, McConaughey. There now you send me my five bucks. Five um, bucks. so, uh, we are now inside Boomhauer's house. And the one thing I want, you know, we've seen inside Boomhauer's house before. Yeah, definitely seen with inside With the lady house. posters and, you know, all that stuff. He's got a lava lamp in there, but the thing I most noticed about the lava lamp is it's on. But now, not only is it on, you got to think uh, we're in the late nineties. Exactly what so I was going to say. Yeah. So it's an older. That's what I was going to say. So it's it's probably got an incandescent bulb underneath it, right? Yeah. And if that's the case, those suckers heat up. A most really of, heavy. Yeah. Most, if not all, of the lava lamps were made out of metal at the time. So that sucker's probably sitting there getting super Boiling hot, hot, right? Yeah. And you're just going to leave it in your house? That's just nuts. I mean, I turn off the dryer when I leave the house. Um, so we're inside and they are kind of looking around in there. Bobby is feeding the koi and watering the bonsai trees. Uh, the phone rings and the answering machine picks up and you go, yo, man, dang, oh, leave a message, man. I'm busy right now. Just leave a number to date. No, dang, I'd solicited nothing like that. Uh, we find out that it's Dale on the phone calling Boomhauer. Boomhauer, pick up. Boomhauer, pick up. Pick up, Boomhauer. Oh, right. You're away. And that's it. That's the and entire that's it. That's joke. That's the end of it, yeah. <laughs> I just found it very Weird, funny that yeah. that's the entire joke. Uh, we're now in the uh, the Hills backyard with uh, Bobby and Luann. They are tanning. Uh, they are laying out in the sun, yep. even though Bobby has sunglasses, but he still has his T-shirt and shorts on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he does have his fancy-ass drink with an umbrella in it. Uh, uh, he, he drives by, rolls the, rolls the window down, uh, honks the horn and goes, Hey, good looking. Of course, Bobby is the first one that pipes up and go, Hey, Hey, good looking. Well, number one, he's never met this guy, right? Yeah. He thinks it's him. He's never met him. And yet the guy's going to just going to roll up and say, Hey, good looking to, to the boy sitting in the sun in the middle of his backyard. All right. Probably not the guy you want to say, Hey, Mm-mm. to. Uh, so Luann says, Bobby, this is my new friend, Rad. And, uh, Bobby says, Oh, that's what his license plate says. And then we see his license plate and it says, so rad. So rad. Now I want you to understand that I did do a little bit of a of a breakdown here on the license plate. So rad. Yeah, let's do it. This is the right one, right? I'm showing you a picture of the so rad. I see the so rad. It is plate. currently available. It is currently available in for the usage state of in Texas. the state of Texas to register your car <laughs> as so That's rad. Right. If you do that, we will send you a shirt. Oh yeah. But you have to. T- you have to. It has to be. I have to see the car and this. It, ha- it has to be mm. a. F- Official. It yes. can't just be yes. you said you did it and it is, printed it off on a piece of paper. It's ninety nine dollars a year to to own this license plate, so it's not a real intimidating. And you know what? Amount. You know what's even crazy about that? Ninety nine dollars a year for that. You know what the price of a shirt is? Ninety nine dollars. So it's like you get <laughs> a, a shirt for free. You get a new, new yeah. shirt a year. There yeah. you go. It's like getting a shirt for free. Yeah. Please uh, go uh, to uh, uh, King of the Hill Bois Linktree dot xo dot com. And sign up for our uh, One Shirt a Year program. Yeah, the One Shirt good. a Year program. Okay, so now that we know that So with Three O's Rad is available here in the state of Texas as your personal license plate, uh, we are not affiliated, by the way, with the uh, DMV in Texas. Completely unaffiliated with the DMV in Texas. I wouldn't want to be affiliated with somebody who can't move faster than a snail's <laughs> paste to process paperwork. So now we're uh, all three of them are riding around in uh, Mr. Thibodeau's car. Well, that's another thing too. Is is Leanne uh, Luann? Sorry, here is entirely irresponsible. She puts her young yep. nephew's yep. life, uh, her young cousin's life, 
in jeopardy by putting them both into a moving vehicle with a complete stranger Man, at this she's point. she's met one time. Not only has she only met him one time, they don't know this guy, how this guy drives. It's true. They don't know if he's on drugs. They don't know if he's an alcoholic. They just they don't know if he's got, got a with the opiate epidemic. He could be a pill addict. It was the nineties. Nobody cares. So cared. many cares. There's so many things. No, nobody did care. So and then the cigarettes being smoked too. Oh, that's it's like true. Everybody's too. That's got cigarettes thing, everywhere. Yeah. You know, so it's it's it. So they're the they're 90s. they're riding around in his <clears> car, and he says, "Well, you see, in the industry, man, man is only as good as his word. So keep it. You know." Nobody's going to know that you're a man who keeps his word. You break it. Oh, God, I'm telling you, the freebies, they dry up like a puddle in the sun. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Because when I read through that, and even when I heard him say it in the episode twice today, I was like, I don't know what freebies you're talking about. Is that something that maybe got cut out? That oh, we don't he's know saying, about? When he says freebies or whatever? Yeah. No, he's just saying that with him being a, a road manager like he is or whatever it is that he does it concert promoter mm. he gets a lot of free freebies from that like free merch from the artists okay. that's what i imagine right. he was talking maybe about. maybe that is what it is but I, I i could not tie it back he probably to gets anything. like free dinners and stuff like that he probably gets free he, he's probably just alluding to the fact that he gets a bunch of free shit because yeah, of who he is maybe Which I, I, if you and that's the thing that's crazy is the more influence you have the more free shit you get yeah no that's absolutely true uh i want to back up just a little bit by the way because he does say that you are a man who keeps his word with those big ass pregnant pauses in yeah. the middle. And that's, that is just so Matthew McConaughey whenever he talks that way. Yeah. I like it. That, uh, that slow Southern uh, pause. Bobby, yeah. Bobby's just like, Whoa. Then he pauses for a second. Yeah. And he goes, Whoa, rad. What do you mean by the industry? He says the entertainment industry. And then Bobby's like, Whoa. I mean, Bobby thinks he's really made it here. He's really impressed with this yeah, guy. Yeah, Bobby's super And this guy's just telling him stuff. He, he doesn't know. And, you know, and, and he might be, uh, you know, something great. But just because you say you're a concert promoter does not mean anything mm-hmm. at all to me because mm-hmm. I've had experiences in life. There was a local guy that used to do punk shows. promoters around here. Well, there's one specifically that used to do yep. punk shows or whatever. And uh, Show me on the punk show he, where he touched you. He ended up, like, being... Uh, yeah, again, he was a toucher. It, it was. He was a toucher, a feeler. Was, of, it was bad. A bad yeah. guy. And I don't know how he yeah. didn't end up in jail for anything, yeah. or, and not on a yeah. list anywhere. But somehow he's avoided lists. He's on my no-fly list. But uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he actually one of the venues in town like didn't know his history, and yeah. they canceled. Yeah. They started canceling yeah. all his shows after they found yeah. out his history a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of that from a lot of people who attended shows there after he was kicked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they do see a. Uh, uh, a little band a little playing. Cheese may for everybody. <laughs> yeah. They see a band playing in front of the uh, the drugstore, and uh, Bobby is just digging this music. It oh, is, he's loving it. It's a yeah, little three piece. Out. It's a little three piece. So there's nobody singing. It's just music. But he is just he's 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 dancing. He's into it, and yeah. He's, he's shaking his ass. And he doesn't care. He's 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 expressing himself as Bobby Hill would. The essence of Hill. So what these guys are doing is called busking. You've heard busking. the term busking before. Right? I actually have. And, you know, I never heard the term busker or what mm-hmm. a busker was mm-hmm. until there's, like, this guy that's, like, uh, went viral recently doing busking. Yeah. And he does busking videos where he's, you know, it's boom, and mm-hmm. he does everything mm-hmm. himself with yeah. the harmonic and everything like sure. that. And uh, he's actually got tons of success mm-hmm. virally doing Generally, that. Generally. he does it for a living. It's either, like, a guy with a guitar or, you know, here for a while we had a guy on the side of the road that would juggle out by the mall. Well, we have um, a guy that stands in. Uh, uh, he used to stand over I thirty five when they had the walking bridge, but he stands in uh, with uh, the with the blessing sticks. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he stands yeah. in Bellmead now on the Loop three forty yeah. bridge. I've seen him a lot. Uh, um, and he's like an icon in Waco. I want to say that one of our podcasters here has interviewed him before. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but they, they, there's definitely an interview uh, from somebody. I remember it because so busking. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a, not familiar with it, it's the activity of playing music in the street or another public place for voluntary donations. So a lot of the times what you'll see as far as buskers go is like a guy with a uh, or a person with a uh, uh, an acoustic guitar and they leave the case open and then people will throw dollars and change into it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just showcasing their talent. And so I wanted to double check with this being set in Texas and I'm assuming somewhere around Dallas or Austin um, – it says, uh, I wanted to check on the legality of busking because I know at one time, I believe it was illegal. 
says street performing is legal in Austin and does not require a permit unless you're performing in the city's park system. Please obey the following city code requirements and best practices during street performances. Acoustic performances only with sound at 85 decibels or under. No amplification allowed. So as long as you don't get a um, uh, an amp out there, then I guess you're okay to busk and ask for buck. Which yeah, I guess yeah, is good. You could. It's yeah, a good yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing. Okay, so that's all you ever wanted to know about busking. Thank you very much, and we'll see you later. Uh, all right, so Bobby just loves it, shakes his ass at it. Uh, now we are back in the Hill living room. We've got Bobby, Rad, and Luann on the couch, and then Hank comes in, uh, and uh, Bobby says, Dad, I would like you to meet a new friend of mine in Luann's. And, uh, of course, Mr. Tibbetowicz uh, gets up and says, Hey, hey there, partner. Name's Rad Tibbetowicz. Pleased to meet you. I mean, there's a long-ass you. Yeah, he's, yeah he's <laughs> he eccentric goes, with it, yeah. He goes, here you go, businessman to businessman. Hands him one of his cards, and Hank says, Isn't Isn't that, that pronounced Tibbetowicz? Tibbetowicz? <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes by mistake, but no damage done. <laughs> that would kill me, that life, sometimes <laughs> by, by mistake. mistake. But yeah. no damage done. Now, Lou Ann has told me uh, about you, so I know you're going to love these free CDs. And hands him a stack of stupid CDs. Hank goes, AOL, <laughs> which was extremely funny to me. Uh, uh, so goes, Artie gave me a little fun fact about AOL. I just want to yeah, drop it real fast. Go for it. So AOL was the first major <laughs> online service provider. 1983 was when they were founded. Uh, what they used to do was is they gave out free CDs to give you access to their what was their mm-hmm. uh, operating system for their internet browse. It was like a yeah. all-encompassed tool to browse mm-hmm. and uh, email and everything for those of you that are young. Well, that's how know. you used to use chat. You'd use the AOL well, instant messenger. It was an atmosphere. You, yeah, yeah. and uh, games, everything. Yeah, everything you could think of. And uh, the fun fact, the other fun fact is that the you've got mail voice was voiced by a, a guy named Elwood. Edwards. Oh. So there you go. Oh, that's it. Thank you again, Artie, for that. that I thought we it. were going to find out who Elwood Edwards was. Uh, no, I don't know who he is, and uh, I didn't look it up. That's so just I, uh, the information that we got from uh, uh, Arthur. I used to work with a guy at a local college here that um, he would save all of those CDs. And I guess it's unfair because I worked in, in the programming department, mm-hmm. right? And so there were a lot of those CDs laying around. It wasn't just AOL. Stuff, Tons, yeah. But he had a ton of those AOL ones. And what Earthling, he did. They had a ton of Earthling yeah, CDs. But yeah. what he did is he would have this, this, he had this huge mobile that he had made out of it that he hung in the middle of his office. It was like this giant thing that would catch the light all the time and stuff. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, you used to, you would get those suckers in the mail. Uh, you would get them when you bought like a like a magazine or something. It'd be attached to that, and those you know how those magazines used to come in bags every once in a while when they yeah, included yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. stuff was everywhere. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I imagine AOL per tonnage. Well, they're still for around. Pollution. Well, per tonnage for pollution. Oh, I'm sure there oh, was. Oh. You couldn't do that stuff today. No, there's no way. Do they still provide internet service though? I don't know. I know there's still a thing because there's people out there that still have their email address. Uh, well, I know their email still works. I know their, the AOL, like, all the email and all that, but do they still offer uh, oh, I don't know. internet at all? From what I understand is there, you know, and I, I hate to say this, but there are still some places in the United States that use dial-up internet. So oh, sure there are. Yeah. Well, there's AOL a lot of places on the planet. Be, well, it's actually, uh, according to here, it was actually bought in 2015 by Verizon. Right. And then it was bought again by a company called Apollo in 2021. Well, it so used to it used they, to be owned by Time Warner, and then yeah, it was owned, so yeah, it was owned by a lot of people. They do, yeah. according to this, they do still have customers really? for dial-up internet in the United really? States, but they primarily operate as a digital media company since 2009. AOL offers a number of subscriptions from computer optimization and security to tech support, so they've become a problem. Software company is all they've become. Probably. Well, I mean, I imagine with all the developers and stuff they had working on the yeah. the, the actual yeah. AOL, they probably could do whatever they want. They probably yeah. have so many in-house people they could do different different sure. things. So uh, he's <coughs> just handed him this stack of uh, stupid free CDs, and he goes, and guess what? You sign up right now, I get 10 free hours. All you got to do is tell them that so rad at AOL.com sent you. <laughs> so rad. And it's that little laugh at the end that gets me to... <laughs> Like he knows, like he just the jacket, like he just yeah. gave him trash. Yeah, yeah, he just gave him garbage. 
Uh, now we're back in the Hills Kitchen. Uh, Hank and Peggy, this is this is uh, the weird time I was talking about where they, we see Hank and Peggy both cooking. Uh, we hardly ever see this, unless Hank is maybe outside grilling while she's cooking the rest of it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Bobby comes in, and he's got his uh, – what I can only describe as a members-only jacket. You know what I'm talking about when I say members-only jacket? I know what you're talking about, okay. yeah. It was right. a very, very specific jacket, uh, mostly teenagers in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Had a, had uh, a my dad weird was, collars uh, and shit on them. Like the late 70s, early 80s, my dad had uh, uh, more than one. You put, on your, uh, you put on your Lacoste uh, alligator shirt. And yeah, then he didn't wear Lacoste. My and dad wore like members-only. My dad wore like <laughs> solid-colored Hanes shirts most of his life. So Bobby comes in and he's wearing this. He, yes. he, all his shirts have to have well, a pocket. Well, I will tell you this. I they am, have to have I the am, front pocket. I am on that train with him as far as pockets yeah. go. Is I that, used to is not that, be, but okay, I Okay, let me ask you that, Mike. As yeah. you get older, do you understand? Like, is, yep. it, is it like something that clicks about the utility of a pocket? Because I, I wear shirts okay you got you got you got stuff in there that's it man so I, I wear shirts with pockets on the front but i never use the front pocket i always use the front pocket for uh business cards and i like to have a pen my, my dad's the same way yeah. he, he has uh in his front pocket he carries uh uzi a, uh, my dad uh he carries no, I said a uzi. Uh, oh uzi carries an uzi <laughs> i thought he said who's he? little little baby uzi uh but he carries a notepad like a little notepad yeah, yeah. and i'm like dude you have a phone and well, he's like well it's just the uh, it's tangible yeah uh, it comes from a generation of it's in case he goes mute yeah well, well, well not only in case he yeah, in case he goes mute <laughs> casey forgets how to talk while he's in the drive through sure line at mcdonald's sure yeah. He just has to draw out a French fry. Draw it out, yeah. Large. <laughs> Large. <laughs> it's a shame he can't spell. Um, all right, so we're in the Hill it's Kitchen. Funny you say that and <laughs> he's really, really good at crossword puzzles. Is he really? But every now and again, he'll have to say, how do I, how do I spell oh, this? Yeah. And he'll spell yeah. it out to you. And I'm like, well, you know how to spell it, yeah. Dave. Why'd you ask? Yeah. If you had to spell, well, I just wanted to make sure I was right. He himself, said, yeah. older I get, the more I'm not sure what the word is. I was like, I just well, want to make sure it's right. I agree with him on that one, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, I'm only so 32, and I forget where. I, f I forgot words all the time. And we're in the kitchen, yeah. and Hank in and Peggy kitchen. are in there uh, cooking. Bobby comes in in his members-only jacket, and he goes, Hey, Mom, Dad, got it uh, got it going on? Why are your sleeves like that? Got yeah. it going on. Got what it going it? on. That's such a stupid thing to say. Uh, Hank says, I got what? Do doing what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't even understand what this dumb kid's saying. Peggy says, Bobby, what have you done to your sleeves? He says, well, this is how Rad sleeves himself. It's industry. Hank says, you know, I don't much care for that Rad fella. And Bobby says, Rad Tipidayox. It's a self-proclaimed genius. genius. And that's it. That's There's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else. All right. We are now at the Hotel Arlen, and this is a good chance for me to say, go to Twitter right now and look up the account at Hotel Arlen. Befriend it, follow it, and leave mm -hmm. a post. This is going to be our new hangout. We're going to hang out at the Hotel Arlen. Uh, so uh, we see... Luann and uh, Rad walking into uh, the Hotel Arlen lobby. Luann looks okay. around like it's just all made out of gold. You know, just it's the fanciest place she's ever been. Yeah. Um, then we see a sign over on the little buffet thing that says, for the pleasure of our guests. And uh, they go, <laughs> they saunter right up to it. And old Rad, he's getting himself something to eat. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, I'm going to make you a sandwich, sweet Lou Ann. What kind do you want? She says, um, I don't know. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong, baby doll? Because she gets a little upset about it, whoa, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong? Yeah, What's I like wrong, that. Baby Slow doll. down, baby doll. She says, nothing. Oh, well, it's just I didn't ever get to go anywhere this fancy with Buckley. Well, except his funeral reception, <laughs> which God is damn, wonderful. Yeah. He goes, oh, there, there, sweetness. It's different now. Rad's here, baby. Rad's here. Say my name. She says Rad, and then he kisses her, and then in the background you see this guy walk by, and Rad looks up and goes, "Hmm, AJ, got it going on." <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I don't got it going on. I don't. I feel so bad for Luann. She takes people at their at face value every single time. Every time. Her every naivete time. definitely uh, bites her in the ass a lot. She is so but that's what makes sweet her so because sweet. of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what makes her so likable, yeah. I think, in the midst of her ditziness. Is, is she's just, I don't know, she's just great. And now I guess we're in the park uh, because there is a fountain, uh, and uh, Bobby is kind of 
balancing around on the edge of the fountain, uh, walking around it. In the background, we see a big statue that says, in memory of Arlen's... Um, in memory of Arlen's dead from all wars, which I thought was really odd way to say that. Okay. In memory of Arlen's dead from all wars. You don't hardly ever see like an all-in-one statue. No, you don't. You know? Not an all-wars statue. Anyway, doesn't matter. That's pretty cool, no. So he's balancing on That's the fountain. That's a good observation. <laughs> he's balancing on the fountain and he kind of falls off. And uh, Luann, I missed that. Yeah, that's that's a really good observation. <laughs> they're 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 over there kissing, and Luann looks up and goes, "Careful, Bobby! You could have wet rad." What an odd way to put it. You could have wet rad. Could have wet rad. <laughs> and Bobby says, "Oh, rad's cool with that, aren't you, rad?" Uh, and he's over there kissing Luann again. He goes, "Rad, rad, I was speaking to you." He goes, "Bobby, listen, I know you want my attention, and that's nothing I can't handle. But at the moment, I am busy with the lady." He goes, Bobby says, you can see Luann anytime, but I have school and stuff to do. I have to take care of Boomhauer's house while he's away. Whoops. Rad hears that. Yeah, what you what? He goes, mm, oh, mm, how long is yeah. he uh, away for? Away. Yeah. yeah. And then the next thing we see, we're at Boomhauer's, and Rad is hosting a party now at Boomhauer's house. Okay. Uh, there's all these people walking in. A uh, girl in booty shorts comes in first, and he goes, pleased to see you. Music, y'all. Uh, free food. So he's he's giving away food at Boomhauer's yep, house. Food, he's giving away his liquor. Alcohol, he's, yeah, he's letting people come in and do whatever. Up. Just in general, just Lu Luann, bad hosts. Yeah, Luann has this has this girl's jacket, and she goes, "I'll go put this on the bed." And he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You better not do that." Jeremy's in there, and he is busy. If you know what I mean. Yeah, like okay, creep. How old is this guy that you're like? Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> if this guy's in his thirties, what thirty year olds are having house parties where they're like fucking in a back room? This is like stuff that happens in college or high well, school. Well, you're also eating off the buffet at a hotel. You know, I mean, it's it's. I'm just saying, you know. Well, go buy a burger. I, I just don't see the guy being uh, good. That old. <laughs> Like well, he's I mean, not, I really, I really hope he's in his twenties doing this because mm -hmm. if the man is in his mid thirties, as he appears to be a character mm -hmm. that's a little bit older, as uh, Matthew McConaughey once was quoted as saying, "I stay the same age, and they or, or, or I get older, but they, <laughs> they stay the same, stay the same age." Uh, which is again, thing I love might have been high school one girls. of the creepiest lines out it of the eighties eighties yeah. movie. At the time, though, it, it, it was, wasn't eighties. Uh, eighties movie. No, eighties. No, no, that's that's at least nineties. Yeah, at is least. It? At very I thought it was least. late eighties. No, no, okay, thinking, yeah, you're right. You're thinking Slacker. Slacker was the first one, and then oh, Slacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slacker was good. Yeah, yeah. Slacker yeah. was really good. Yeah. That was like a movie about nothing for Slacker. Sure. Slacker was Linklater's first movie. Yeah, and he literally filmed it in downtown Austin in like two shots. Like he, he just did continuous shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that. That's a really. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good cult classic. But he goes, Jeremy's in there. He is busy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and he goes, in the meantime, you know, I'm feeling kind of thirsty, and my beverage is on the south end of the levee. You know where Boomhauer keeps his special stash? She goes, I'll get his number from Bobby, and we can call and ask him. He goes, oh, listen to you. She goes, uh, hey, does Boomhauer know you're having this party? He goes, does he need to? She says, yes. He goes, why? She goes, this isn't fair. I'm not a self-proclaimed genius, so I don't always have a good answer as you do. Wait, wait. I know why. Because you should tell people if you're going to throw a party in their house without asking them. And the rad I fell in love with, she's already in love with him, the yeah. rad I fell in love with Yikes. ought to know that. So come on, make everyone leave. He goes, whoa now, Luann. You don't want to make uh, me and Mr. Boomhauer look like bad hosts, do you? She goes, that's it, rad. I am not your girlfriend anymore. And the way that he responds He's to like, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. I now never I proclaimed never you to be my girlfriend, baby doll. Baby doll. Yeah. Baby doll. And then you, you, he gives kind of a little laugh, which is just nuts. She slams. She, she storms out. Uh, we're back with uh, now we see Hank being brought into the picture because Luann is marching Uncle Hank up there to, uh, to find out what's going on. All right, so she is bringing Hank back into the picture here because she's going to get this taken care of because she doesn't want a, a party happening. She doesn't want Rad throwing it, and yep. she doesn't want Boomhauer's house torn up. Absolutely. And so they come uh, they come storming in, and, uh, well, here comes Rad. Welcome, buddy. Enjoy the music and the free food. Hank says, uh, I will not. 
you get out of here. You too. You too. This is a smoke-free house. And he just starts like chunking people out, right? Yeah, turns, just throwing them out. Well, I mean, he he turns the he turns the music off and he's just like, get the hell out of here, everybody. Yeah. And then Hank sees Bobby in the hot tub. And he <laughs> goes up to Bobby, who is sitting right in the middle of the hot tub, entertaining two young ladies on either side. Yep. He's bunch of beer it. cans all around him, right? This kid is 12 years old. Hank says, uh, well, you hear Bobby first, and he goes, uh, only thing hotter than this tub is you two ladies. <laughs> and then here comes his dad. Wow. He goes, uh-oh. And then Hank just rips him right out of the hot tub and starts dragging him across the thing. He says, Dad, I'm into my underpants. Yeah, yeah that you, was your, your decision. decision. You, you got to live, live with, with that. <laughs> yeah, you got to live with that one. Now, there is one thing that happens in the background um, as this goes on. There is somebody back there snorting coke off of the uh, off of the counter. Oh, there is. There is. Oh, <laughs> it, wow. it happens very quickly, but somebody Ugh. back there is snorting some coke. Well, there you go. You heard it here. And as uh, as we ponder the uh, the bad influences the drugs can be, let's take a, a quick commercial break. All right, and we are back. Uh, so we have now drug uh, Bobby out of the hot tub. Uh, Hank is very yeah, in upset his tidy whities. Yep. We're now back at the uh, at Boomhauer's. It, it, assuming it's the next day because this is Bobby, Hank, and Peggy. They're all in there, like just seeing what the place looks like, what they need to do to clean it up, you know, and all this stuff. Bobby, of course, finds the bra on the floor and holds it up. Yeah, he holds the bra up. His mother takes that right out of his hand. Uh, Hank says, look at this place. Peggy says, 12 years old and drinking a beer. Bobby says, I didn't even like it. And then Hank Hank's, says, yeah, don't, are you trying to piss me off? you're just yeah. trying to make me mad. Yeah. Peggy says, your father and I are replacing you as Boomhauer's sitter. And we'll be keeping that $1 a day for ourselves. $1 a day. $1 a day. And then Hank says the really bad stuff. Um, he goes, that's right. And I'm taking away your suitcase of props. Bobby at first is like, fine, I can do my comedy without props. And then he realizes <laughs> and then that he tries he's a one-trick pony. He's like, so you ever notice how... Uh, uh, I need my prop. You yeah. can't take away my props. <laughs> yeah, so now we are... Um, we're back uh, over at uh, at the Hill House, and we're in Luann's room. She is just sobbing and throwing away the pictures of Rad and all the AOL CDs he gave her and the, the, yeah. the roses I'm sure he stole from somewhere. I just, I don't know, I can't believe that he gave her, like, I'm sorry, guys, but it's not a flex or anything like no. that to give a woman free things. No. That's like going to a like a, a convention and grabbing all the free pamphlets yep. and then taking it home and saying, here you go, honey, I brought you back some stuff from the convention. Give her some <laughs> sunglasses that say AOL on the side of them. Uh, actually, I, I, I probably, I would probably wear those. <laughs> you that would, would be, keep those. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. So Bobby comes into Luann's room and she's throwing all this stuff away and goes, because of you, I'm propless. Hey, hey, you can't throw those out. This CD is all I've got left to rad. And he's like going through this, this garbage uh, pail here, trying to get his stuff back. Luann says, he didn't give it to you, Bobby. He gave it to me. You were never even part of his inner circle. You were just a hanger-on. He goes, take that back. She goes, just like AJ. And boy, did she yeah. mean that bad. Uh, yeah, take that back. So the next thing we see is Bobby going up to Dale's house. Boy, you know if it's come down to Bobby needing help from Dale. There's some real problems. Real problems. He rings the doorbell at Dale's. He's smoking a cigarette, too. Yeah, Of course. Answers. Dale comes and goes, state your purpose. Says, Mr. Cribble, I'm having a problem with Lou Ann. Do you know anything about getting even with people who have done something bad to you? And he looks around <laughs> and he like, yells, uh, uh, no, Bobby, nothing, nothing at, all. at all. And then he just and like, he just like puts him in with his head. House, yeah. yeah, he's like, come on, come on, come on, come this way. Uh, we're back in Lou Ann's room, and uh, Bobby is now replacing the label from her uh, hairspray, the economical hairspray, as it says on the, yeah. on the thing. Uh, with the Ultra Blast Super Loud Air Horn. Uh, and who knew that those labels were so easy to take off and then glue onto another one? Easily. But he takes it off, and then he just kind of waits. Uh, Luann comes by, and you hear, and then her, you know. Yeah. And then the thing about it to me is that it happens twice because she then does it again 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes, oh, Bobby. <laughs> like, then she's pissed then she's off. she's pissed off, yeah. The it had first to be the time. time. Yeah, the first bother. time she had no idea what happened to her. Second time, oh, it was Bobby. Next, we see Luann, because now the War of the Roses has begun, right, between Bobby and Luann. They're each trying to one-up each other and try to screw each other over. Luann is out front. Uh, she is digging in the front yard. Uh, she sees Peggy pass by. Peggy looks at her and is like, what the hell are you doing? She says, oh, gardening. Uh, and then we're at the dinner table later with Peggy, Bobby, uh, Hank, and Luann. And we're done with the meal. Bobby pulls out his fruit pie to eat it uh, because we saw Luann put some dirt into a fruit pie earlier yeah. as she was digging. He takes a bite, and then he just spits it out on the table, and Hank says, cut it out, Bobby. No one's laughing. Uh, and he goes, I didn't do it. He goes, Bobby, we just saw you spit dirt all over. He goes, why would I put dirt in my own fruit pie? My own fruit pie. Yeah. <laughs> He's outraged. I mean, come on. It's the, it's his favorite thing. Yes. And yes. he just filled his favorite dessert well, Hank's, with friggin' dirt. <laughs> Hank says, That's rough stuff. Hey, fair game at that point. Anything Hank, can happen. Hank says, why do you do Why you do a lot of things is a mystery to me. Um, my, I want to know how she got that package reclosed. That package was really well done. Hair straightener. Or, uh, oh, is that what it is? I mean, I'm okay. just guessing. All right. I'm, I've seen... Uh, that makes total I, sense because you, you, yeah, yeah. you can melt the plastic just, back together. Just, oh, wow. Good job, Rusty. Yeah, very nice. Um, uh, now uh, we see Bobby. Uh, this is kind of a montage thing. We see Bobby go into Luann's closet and he gets out a pair of her jeans and he's got some yeah. scissors in his hand. Uh, then we see him later sitting on the couch waiting for Luann to leave. Luann comes out and wa wa starts walking out. See you later, Aunt Peggy. And then you see her go out. And as you see her go out, the ass is cut out of her jeans on both yeah, sides. Yeah. Uh, you just hear people kind of laugh a little bit outside. And she comes back in and goes, if I find out this was you and not a laundry accident, I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be really mad, yeah. You ever have one of those laundry accidents where your uh, ass falls out of your jeans? Uh, no, never had that. Yeah, in perfect circles? Uh, I lost weight one time when my ass was falling out of my jeans. But other than that, no, I've, I've never experienced uh, my ass falling out of jeans. So uh, we're now back at Boomhauer's, and there's still some uh, picking up being done, uh, some cleaning up. Peggy's taking out the trash. Hank is making the bed for some reason. <laughs> well, you know, he had to go in there and uh, clean the cum stain off the mattress. You know, he had to. I mean, would you, I imagine there's probably plenty of those in there being boom. He's doing like uh, he's doing like come town Alaska he, right there. In he's doing like military bed. corners on this bed. You know, I mean, he's uh, yeah, and he's not even you know he never even went to the military. He goes. Uh, would take him on account of his near urethra. Right? That's right. Is that's that right. is that why he didn't? I, I'm pretty sure remember. that's the. Uh, the lore behind why he didn't have military service. I don't remember if it was that or his flat feet. Uh, oh, flat feet. So Peggy is Peggy, <laughs> both. Peggy is uh, is taking out the trash. Hank's making the bed. Hank is in the bedroom and he sees this VHS video camera over in the corner. Yeah. And the thing I don't understand about it is he sits down and he's like fascinated by the fact that he's on the TV, but this video camera was already going because he didn't turn it on. So no, he never turned it on. It's already doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's already it's already, well. What it might be is just the feed. Yeah, might, it's you, true. You got to hit record true. on the the VCR. It might just be the feed. He goes, huh? Which is even crazier because if 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 this is in Boomhauer's room and he's not recording it, he has yeah. a weird fetish with being able to see everything while he's doing it. it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he goes, uh, huh? Well, Peggy, uh, how do you like that, Peggy? Peggy, come here, come here, come here. She comes in. She sees the camera. They both sit on the bed. Uh, she goes, oh, my, well, that's me. He goes, oh, a camera in the bedroom. This is kind of fun. This is Hank Hill with the news. And she goes, Hank, yeah. you're terrible. Never once does the idea come into either one of their heads that this could be used for filming people having sex. And, and that's what it's used for. And, right, and, but and, never and, once and with either one of these folks. No, I'm, I'm yeah. Never, but contextually knowing what Boomhauer is as a womanizer, there's only one, I mean, they're not – they're not filming like the next, sure. you know, like at home Steven Spielberg produced movie or nothing. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's definitely more along the lines of uh, Ron Jeremy activity. So the next thing we see is Bobby sleeping. Uh, he rolls over uh, in his sleep and the pillow sticks to his face. Oh, yeah. All the, the feathers. And yeah. The, he and freaks whatnot. out and, and he gets up. And the next thing we see is Hank picking feathers off of Bobby's face. And yeah. He yeah. Goes, yeah. Uh, you're getting to be a handful, Bobby, and he nobody likes, likes a handful. handful. Yeah. No, nobody <laughs> handful. likes a handful. <laughs> uh, then we see uh, 
This is still part of the same montage. Uh, now the really bad one happens. Um, Bobby crawls out from under Luann's bed after she leaves her room. Uh, he finds her uh, birth control pills and replaces them with sweet tarts. And not only does he do this, he, he's an artisan. He is mm-hmm. a, a craft yeah. Yeah. maker. Uh, if you need a hill pressed to, to look, uh, you know, you need a piece of candy to be filed down with a nail file and teeth. Oh, he's a talented kid. He, he's got you. Yeah, he, he filed them all down, put them back in there. And, How, and I love this 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 next this next whole like back half yeah. of the show because it, it's literally just uh, it reminds me of uh, uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I had a, fr- a a childhood friend, and him and his sister. He, he had a, a sister who was six years older than him, and he was the maniacal little brother kind of thing. Yeah, sure. And that's what this feels like is a back and forth between uh, like all the back and forth they oh, had yeah. so far yeah. up until this point. It feels like they were tit for tat all the way until the tit for tat got too extreme until it was starting <laughs> to affect, That's right. That's right. and then and then the parents get involved kind of thing. Because yeah. yeah. um, my the the pinnacle of my friend's deal was he had got a ton of Tic Tacs, carefully ripped the carpet up in his sister's room by her door, uh-huh. put it back down, reglued the carpet, pushed the carpet back down. So now the carpet had. Thumbtacks, all oh thumbtacks, thumbtacks. You said tic tacs. I, I was like, tic-tacks. what the hell are the oh, tic tacs doing? I meant thumbtacks. I meant thumbtacks, not tic tacs. I was but waiting put, for uh, the end of this. I was like, yeah, what are tic tacs do put, when you put them under carpet? Uh, he he put thumbtacks all underneath the carpet. Yeah. Put the carpet back down and glued the carpet down. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go because mm-hmm. they're thinking, you know, she gets the thumbtack and steps yeah. on it. She's thinking she she's could go down and pick it no, up. She, just she couldn't find the thumbtacks. Yeah. So, she's just, oh my God. so it was just like spike strip in front Yikes. of the door. Wow. That's rough. To be fair, though, it was in retaliation for being wrapped up in a sleeping bag in a Texas summer mm-hmm. and being put in a closet and being put in a toy box in a closet. So that oh, was yeah. his. Re- that's how he retaliated. But I yeah. don't know. I can't say I blame him. Yeah, but so Luann does. Luann does find them. Uh, she realizes they're sweet tarts, uh, and so the next thing we see is uh, we're back at Boomhauer's house, and Hank and Peggy are. This is really out of character for them. They are in the hot tub, pouring yeah, yeah, pouring Alamo yeah, beer into champagne flutes. Yeah, they're definitely looking a little, living a little lavish. If you go on IMDb. This is the first picture you always see for King of the Hill. It's the one of Hank sitting in the damn oh, the hot, hot tub. tub. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And for for a very long time, I thought he was holding a corn dog. No, he's holding. He's a holding a champagne, champagne flute. flute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I swear to God, I thought it was a corn dog. Uh, I mean, I, I would have not been yes. surprised. Yes, corn dog would make total dog. sense yeah, to me. A lot of sense. Corn dog in a hot tub that makes even more sense. Uh, so Peggy says, "Oh, this is wrong. I don't want to be right." Uh, and Dale comes by, and he just you just hear his voice saying, couldn't help hearing the bubbles. And all you're seeing is him from, like, the knee up, but from the back. He's wearing a robe, and he goes, mind if I join? And then he just drops the, the bathrobe. Now we see Dale's glorious ass in a thong, uh, and Hank is just like, oh, dear Lord, get the hell out of here, Dale. Yeah, get the hell out of here. So... Next, um, we've got Bobby sitting outside on the back porch on the um, the the uh, the uh, outside eating equipment. What do you call it? The the picnic table. Oh yeah, picnic table. Yeah, he's sitting yeah, at like yeah, the picnic yeah, yeah. table, and Luann comes out and goes, "Oh no 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 no." He goes, "Is there anything matter, Luann?" And he knows, you know. It's just weird to see him outside eating a sandwich. Yeah. She goes, my birth control pills have stopped working. He, she goes, I should have known when they started tasting sweet. He goes, like candy. <laughs> she goes, this isn't funny, Bobby. He goes, oh, I disagree. She says, you don't understand. Every woman has to take birth control pill every day or else they get pregnant. 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 By the way. Bobby says, just take two now. He goes, hurry. That would destroy my, and she goes, that would destroy my insides. That how, that's how it works. He goes, take them. Yeah. So my my question in this was was this the first Plan B mentioned on TV? Because <laughs> Bobby just wants her to just jack up her Seinfeld, birth control. You don't think Seinfeld ever hit that? I don't know. I think that would be some. I think that Seinfeld Maybe. would have hit something like that. 
Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, he's just like take them. Speaking of Seinfeld, and yeah. we're doing all this AI stuff that we talk about. I got to touch on this. The so AI on Twitch. Seinfeld so what come. what happened was on on Twitch. These guys worked on this for four years. They worked on a way to generate uh, a sitcom using AI. Yeah. So four years of their their efforts, they launched on Twitch. <clears throat> Has a twenty four seven streaming show about nothing, and it's mm. called uh, Watch Nothing or something. Mm. Watch Nothing Now or something. Mm. I can't remember the exact Twitch name, but uh, they got a ban. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they were recently banned from Twitch because the AI generator uh, during the stand up part. Because you know how Seinfeld yeah. had the stand up mm. part. The yeah. show also has bow, that. And his bow, name is bow, Al. Bow. The guy's name is Al, and they have the chicka yeah. and it's and they have the music too. They sure. have it all. Sure, it's it's pretty funny. Well, the AI generator had generated a uh, stand-up bit that was pretty much really like shitting on conservative comedians, but uh, it was a, a, a transphobic thing. He goes, mm. oh, I told a transphobic joke and nobody laughed. It was the, the AI got banned sure. for making transphobic comments. Wow. Like AI got banned. They banned an artificial intelligent create like a machine like uh, it's machine essentially it's all working on its own with no interaction from a human being they hit start and left it and that's what it created that's insanity yeah it really is but it, it wasn't it world. wasn't a it wasn't a uh, outright attack in it was it was a juxtaposition kind of thing like tongue in cheek right sure making fun yeah. of conservative yeah, 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 comedians yeah, yeah. yeah but it was it was still it was i thought it was crazy that the, that whole sh that whole thing exists the uh and they made a fuck ton of money really already on it yeah they got like ten thousand, fifteen thousand concurrent viewers wow so we've got uh <clears throat> now bobby understands that there's a problem yep big problem Luann has got him convinced that ladies have to take their pills every day or they get pregnant. Which is uh, funny because he thought that he would get it, get at her, and then now she's getting back at him. She has the ultimate last laugh here, uh, if you don't count Hank and Peggy. Uh, they are still in the hot tub, and we're back there with them. And uh, we hear the door open and close, and Hank assumes that this is Dale coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes, there's only one way to teach Dale the meaning of no. And this is This is close to being... Very violent here, because Hank number one can't see what he's grabbing because he doesn't have his glasses on. Yeah, and he yeah. reaches over and grabs this statue. Like I'm assuming he's gonna hit Dale in the head with this statue, because that's how you tell him no. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past needing that. You know what I mean? For him, he is a uh, he's a shit dude he's just a, so we see uh, we see bobby bust in now and he goes mom dad i've gotten luann pregnant whoa yeah it's a big deal so we're back at uh at the hank at, at the you hills know, this, house this episode yeah i, I don't know it was weird it, it, it almost reminds me of um back in the day when you would get uh Rugrats, I think Rugrats did this. Doug did it for sure, where it would be like season one, episode two A and two B. Mm -hmm. It seems like yeah. it, it could it have does been seem like, like two, split in half with fifteen episodes. minutes yeah. of the or, yeah. or ten minutes of the show being this and ten minutes of the show being that kind of thing. It does seem like two different episodes. Yeah, we're back at the Hill House, and uh, Hank and and Peggy are yelling at Luann as she sits on the bed, and uh, he goes, uh, he goes, Luann, I thought you were smarter than this. And then he looks over at Peggy. Peggy looks at him and he goes, well, I did. Like, she knows. She's like, really? No, come on. You didn't think she was smarter than that. Peggy says, can you imagine the consequences if you had taken one of those fake pills and had unprotected set? And then Hank's like, oh. No. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to hear that. He don't like that word. <laughs> Luann says, only got the pill to clear up my complexion and regulate my, ah. There ah. again. <laughs> Here he comes. She goes, Bobby's the one who messed with my medicine. Peggy says, you messed with his fruit pies. After that, he had mm. nothing to lose. And you know what? And that's what I said. I said, if you want to mess with the man's fruit pies, yep. you cannot expect anything but the fire and hell yep. that he's going to bring to you. Sure. She says, I'll go tell him the truth right away, you know, owning up to what she's done. Peggy's yeah, like, wait, 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 not so fast. No choice. Again, this is Peggy, Peggy's idea, right? Yeah. So this goes into the whole Peggy is is not a great person. She goes, no, 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 not so fast. Bobby has to learn that what he did was completely unacceptable. Now, as far as he knows, you're still expecting. She goes, you want me to lie? 
Hank says, well, deceiving somebody is never good. Never, yeah. But in order to teach Bobby the meaning of responsibility, and Luann just goes, I'll do it. He doesn't even let him finish. She's ready to she's ready to keep up this lie. So we're back at Bobby's room. Bobby is sitting all slumped in a uh, in a folding chair, like like uh, he seems like he is just out of his mind, worried about what's going on, and what he's done. Uh, Hank comes in and says, uh, "Hey there, sport. Uh, how's it going?" He goes, "Not so good." He goes, "Pretty big screw up, huh?" He goes, "Yeah, I feel real bad about it, Dad." Well. Heck, we all make mistakes. Point is, you can make up for them. He goes, really? How? By doing the right thing, of course. You're going to have to marry Luann. He goes, but I'm only 12 <laughs> years old. Well, the whole, the whole thing about them, like, this prank is weird. Like, yeah. it's, cool, it's cool to prank your kids or whatever, but pranking your kid into thinking he has to marry his, his, co- his cousin. cousin? Yeah, his cousin. Yeah, I don't know. This is a little sus parenting, I think. So he goes, I'm only 12 years old. He goes, well, just think, you could be married for 80 years. <laughs> like yeah. that's, a, that's a plus. Dad, you can't make me marry Luann. He goes, yes, I can, Bobby. You're only 12 years old. Yeah. Kind of got him with his own information there. Um, we are now, um, we're about to have a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that fast. A very odd series of events is what we're about to have, yeah. And I don't know how in the hell they get Luann roped up into this to where she's believing it all, but they, yeah. they somehow got her into this because she, she was kind of like in on the prank, and then, then she now is she's part of the prank. I don't know how this, this came about. But. So there's a worried Bobby uh, watching Hank kind of set up chairs for the wedding. He comes out and goes, please, Dad, I don't want to marry Luann. He goes, well, it's a little late for that. You didn't take care of Boomhauer's. You drank beer. You messed with uh, Luann's lady pills. Lady pills. Yeah. I ask you, is that responsible behavior? He says, no. He goes, well, then having to marry Luann will be a good lesson for you. (laughs) That's what what marriage is for. Uh, We're in Luann's room. Uh, Bobby comes in and says, Luann, listen, I I know we've had our differences, but I was kind of hoping we could make up and not get married. Luann goes, this is my favorite line of this entire episode. She goes, Uncle Hank, Bobby's trying to get out of marrying me. And just from the other room, you hear Hank say, Bobby, you cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) You cut out trying to get out of that marriage. Uh, We're now at the Arlen Fun Center with uh, Hank, Dale, Bill, and Bobby. Uh, This is Bobby's big uh, bachelor party that they're having at the Arlen Fun Center. It's just, I don't know, it's just a weird one, yeah. Bill says, uh, you barely touched that Sunday, Bobby. He goes, I'm not really hungry. Hank says, well, come on, what kind of bachelor party is this? Better live it up all you can before the wife is after you to watch the waistline. And everybody's just <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. Yeah. Hank says, this is the last free night of your life. Dale pops up and says, to Mr. and Mrs. Bobby Hill, may their marriage be every bit as wonderful as mine. And Bill says, and as mine was. That's not a great track record. Not at all. Bobby just record. buries his head in his hands and is just like, oh. So the next thing we see is Bobby. It, it brings out a lot of weird stuff with Bobby. Super weird stuff, like uncomfortable kind of Now he's sneaking over to Connie's, just like staring in her window, right? And, of course, Connie's there doing her homework. Well, uh, you got to think. Like, let's think of it from his perspective. He really is in, like, oh, believes sure. that he has to marry his cousin, which takes away the hope of ever having to marry the Connie. woman he truly loves. It's true. She opens the window and goes, listen, Bobby, I got to do my homework. He uh, he says, homework? You go on and do your homework. Just let me watch for a little while, which is creepy as hell. Uh, Connie you know, shuts the thing, sits down at the computer again, starts doing her stuff. Bobby is still staring at her, and she just looks at him and goes, ooh. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> like, Ugh. All right, we are uh, we're, we're now day of the wedding. Uh, Bobby is, uh, he's dressed in his Sunday finest, but with shorts on. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's standing at the, uh, at the window. Uh, it looks like he's in out. like a, like a, a, pub, a private school. Out yeah. Or something he he does kind of look like, like a private the, school boy. With yeah. The, uh, the cardigan. He's very dejected with his head hanging down. Cause he doesn't think he's going to do anything. He thinks his life's about to be over. over. Uh, his mother comes up and says, Oh, my little man, I brought the, I bought this for you. And she gives him a corsage, pins it on. He goes, mom, mom, I don't want to do this. She goes, well, of course you don't. And then she just walks off. Well, of course, <laughs> of course you, don't. you don't. Bye. Uh, Dale is playing the wedding mm. march on the keyboard. Uh, and Bobby walks down the thing and, uh, he gets to the, the, uh, front at the pulpit and there's Bill dressed up as a priest yeah. who says, come my child. 
Come and then child. Dale begins playing Here Comes the Bride. Uh, and then what we see is from the other side of the fence, Khan is watching them over the privacy fence. And he goes, man, man, it's finally happening. Bobby Hillbilly is marrying Hillbilly Cousin. You owe me $5 in your face. <laughs> that was fantastic. That's you owe me $5. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hank is starting to walk. He's walking Luann down the aisle. Uh, they're both there. And then here goes Bill into the ceremony. He goes, Bobby, do you take Luann to be your lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold, to love and to cherish, till death do you part? Bobby's like, <laughs> Hank says, well, that sounds like a yes to me. And then Bill says, Poor all kid. right, uh, Luann, do you take Bobby to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. I now pronounce you man and wife. Uh, and then she kisses Bobby on the forehead, says, oh, Bobby. He goes, oh, no. And he is just sweating. He's just a big ball of sweat. Heavily sweating. He goes, I think I need to lie down. And he just sits down uh, right there uh, at the end of the at the end of the aisle. Uh, we're later in the wedding. And uh, I'm assuming this is the, the, uh, the after party. Yeah. And uh, we're hearing that's Amore. Played over the. Uh, That's amore. Dale is playing this on the on the organ while Nancy and John Redcorn dance together right Which in front of really, him. Which is really really weird. <laughs> it's man. really That's super odd. Weird. That yeah. part is yeah. But he is a great player, which uh, you know, we, it's kind of a, well, something that we learn about Dale. Here we find out here in a second though that uh, that may not be the case. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, he's playing that amore. They're dancing. Uh, Luann's like, oh, can I tell him now? Can I tell him how we fooled him? And Peggy says, oh, Luann, I'm really sorry about this, honey, but I have some bad news. Hank says, it turns out Bill's actually a licensed minister. So Luann says, you mean I'm really married to Bobby? Peggy says, legally? Yes. yes. She goes, then I'll get a divorce. That's what I'll do. I'll say he hit me. I'll say he hit me? Oh, my God. She just went there. to that like, so She went quick. there so quick. I'll say it's he unbelievable. hit me. I'll say he hit me. <laughs> Peggy. She's been rehearsing that for months. Peggy said, I guess you could do that, but the law is you have to wait a year that uh, <laughs> so you'll have time to patch things up. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> she's, just, she's, she's upset, and she runs off, and then you see Hank, Hank, you see Hank and Peggy both kind of cackling to themselves. Um, we are now in Luann's room. Uh, Bobby is in there. They're both in there together. He goes, please, Luann, I don't think I'm ready for this yet. Uh, Luann says, look, we're going to have to deal with this being married thing. So the sooner we make the rules, the better. I get to date as much as I want with whoever I want. You can see Connie if you want to, but just not in public. No, wait, I changed my mind. You can't see Connie ever. What, <laughs> what are you doing, Luann? Well, yeah, You're what setting you up some really rough rules here. Uh, they both go outside. And now I'm guessing the after party is over because now Bill is in his his wife beater shirt and yeah. and Dale is just dressed like Dale and they're both standing to be what looks like in the road watching uh, Hank's backyard where the two come out and Bill says uh, look at the happy newlyweds uh, and they're both just just standing there drinking um, and watching them Bill says. How come they get to be married when I never do? Yeah, he, he's Why getting do, jealous of a fake situation. He's so weird. This shows how weird he is, too. Why do they get to be so happy? It's not fair. It's not. It's fake. It's all a fake. I'm not a minister. Dale used a self-playing piano, so he can't play. <laughs> he goes, it's all great. It's all a great, great big fake. It's what it is. It's a fake. And so everybody now knows that it's a big fake. Um now we're back with Hank and Peggy in there inside changing clothes. They don't know that it's a fake yet. Uh, Hank says, that sure was some good parenting. She goes, I don't think the experts would disagree. They both think they did such a great job by fooling they these kids they into thinking they got job. married. What do they but do? This is weird. What would they do if, let's say, the kids took it seriously for five seconds and started having sex? <sighs> then what do you do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I want to explore that. Because you caused it. Yeah, you caused it. It's all on you. Anyway, uh, both of them come busting into the room where they're th into their bedroom, and uh, uh, Luann says, Mr. Dotrieff said Bobby and I aren't really married. I'm still keeping those placemats he gave us. Peggy, <laughs> Peggy, again, being the terrible person she is, placemats, that's it? I thought he was one of your best friends. Yes. <laughs> what a crappy thing to say. Uh, okay, so now uh, we are at the uh, the what I, what I think of as the breakfast table 
at the Hills House, right? The Nook, yeah, the little breakfast. Yeah, because it's now just uh, Lou Ann and Bobby, and this is kind of the after aftermath of everything that happened. Yeah, they're both sitting down eating the wedding cake, and uh, Lou Ann says, "You want some milk with that?" He goes, "I do," and they both laugh about it. She says, "I'm glad we're not married anymore, but you know what? I could have done a whole lot worse." He says, "I'm sorry for the pranks, Lou Ann, and you probably shouldn't open your laundry hamper very quickly unless you like snakes." She says, well, thank you. Yeah, they start telling each other, well, you should probably... Oh, oh you might not want to ride downhill on your bike. Something this. might yeah. be wrong with your brake cable. Jesus, Luann, that's a big one. You cut his brake cable on his bike. That's huge. Uh, Bobby says, oh, don't use your mouthwash around an open flame. I mean, what, what the hell did you do to her mouthwash? Yeah, I don't even know. She goes, I'll try not to. Oh, uh, and you might want to stop drinking that milk. And that's it. We get to the credits. We yeah, are done. That was a good one. What a weird episode. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, after the, the credits, it really just went like super weird. <laughs> it did. It got fast and it just was over. Um, at uh, after the credits, we hear Bobby say, "I don't think I'm ready for this yet." And that's it. That is it. That is season three, episode fourteen: "The Wedding of Bobby Hill." The wedding. Of Bobby Hill. So tell us, tell us uh, where everybody can find us. Everybody Rusty? can find us at B W A A A R T H at Linktree. It is L I N K T R dot E E slash B W A A A K O T H. You can also find us at B W A A A K O T H on all social media. But the link tree is easier because it has all of our links in one yep. convenient location. We have our very own tree. Yes, and uh, yeah, that that's that's where we're at. We're we're there. We're at roguemedianetwork.com. dot com. Rogue Media Network. Uh, a lot of great podcasts going on. Yeah, a lot uh, of cool stuff. W- there's actually a podcast behind us uh, right now in the going on right now? video studio being recorded. The uh, public affair. The public affair, which is a, uh, I like to call it the local cheese may podcast, which is uh, the local. Uh, I don't want to call it gossip because it's not gossip, but no, it's, not it, really. it's it's the local tea. If it's you just will. fun it's conversations, yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, great, great Andrew show. Andrew G, great interviewer. Uh, great good interviewer guy. and uh, very uh, dedicated to his craft. Yep, he does a really good job. So, very much uh, so. Go check out he's the one of fair. He's one of maybe three originals that were with the network when we basically started. Very started when yeah. we first started, yeah. He does a really good job. and uh, He's gone to all three locations to film his show. Oh, he's been, so, been yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've only yeah, been yes. to two, so let's see where yep. this one takes us. So uh, the last thing I want to say is uh, if you guys could go to Twitter and check out at Hotel Arlen, make sure you leave uh, some sort of comment, follow it, like it. Uh, it's, it's I'm going to try to make this a hangout of ours, um, and uh, the only way I can do that is if you all are there as well. So, uh, go check that out if you would, and uh, come back again next time. Uh, this is Monday. you got four more days this week. Four more full days of content. Of content. All right, we'll see you guys next time. We're Tanya. We're Tanya. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Are you ready for a rewarding career in the electrical industry? Quality Electric of the Coastal Carolinas, QECC, is looking for qualified electricians and electrical helpers to join its Charleston team. QECC offers guaranteed full-time hours, make up to $30 per hour with possible performance bonuses and career growth opportunities. Enjoy benefits like health insurance, dental and vision coverage, 401k plans, and more. If you're a motivated, experienced electrician, this job is for you. QECC is an equal opportunity employer. For all job inquiries, send email to hr at qeccinc.com.